Hey, Hanno here. Before I uh, get the episode going, I just wanted to take a moment to wish Angela a happy birthday and a safe drive back from vacation. We recorded this episode a week ago because Angela's going to be gone. So if you're listening, which if you're hearing my voice, you are, please wish Angela a happy birthday on Twitter, Facebook, if you haven't not done so already. Uh, I truly appreciate this weekly podcast I get to do because I get inspiration uh, out of it as much as we hope the uh, listeners do, because I still need help with staying off my sodas, avoiding the energy drinks, the sweets, the blah, 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 getting to the gym, all that stuff. And uh, this, you know, Angela's has given me an opportunity to kind of be accountable on a weekly basis, and I truly appreciate that. So uh, this week's episode is about working out. It was just us kind of riffing on what we do, uh, some of the functional uh, training that Angela does with her class, and you know some of her experience where she got it from. And and I wanted to also mention that there's been some uh, supernatural occurrences happening in the world of podcasting lately. Evidently. There's a ghost that's going around haunting some podcasts. So if you hear anything strange in the background, it's probably just Ghost Beagley and he's okay. He's just going to be a guest on the show for a while. So I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Angela's Awesome Podcast. Here we are, talking about workouts. Angela Freeman here, podcasting with Hanno from Haley, Idaho, right by Sun Valley. Loving life, tips on how to be more awesome, and today we're talking about being in the gym. In the gym, I like that. <laughs> so we really haven't talked about workouts yet. I Not know, too much. and that's kind of my main gig. I mean... That's what you do. It's what I do. It's not the only thing I do, but it's kind of what I've done the longest. Do. Yeah. yeah. Been a personal trainer for 16 years now. Holy cow. That's amazing. Isn't that amazing? Well, why don't you tell us I why you wanted to become one? I too young for that. Why did I a want to become a personal trainer? trainer? Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'll give you the, the straight hard truth here. I was 29 years old. I'd, been, I'd moved in Ketchum in tw- when I was 22 with a bad boyfriend. We immediately broke up. And I was like... Well, I dropped out of college because I had such a bad eating disorder. I couldn't finish. I was pre-med in college. Okay, so this, okay, I remember that. Let's yeah, just yeah, talk yeah. about the spin and the direction yeah, changes that my right. it kind of makes your head. My parents were like, "What?" They were like, "Yeah, totally." <laughs> times like a hundred. Um, so ended up in Ketchum. Was a waitress after I left college. Loved waitressing. Loved it. Just talk. I, I was like, I can't believe I'm getting paid to talk to people and bring them food. For like five hours a night. And I hear, walk it I out hear of you were really good. I was super good. I like was super, really good. I just loved it because I loved it. And I just, I remembered everything. I remembered what people were going to do. I took everything from, I did everything from memory. So 29 years old, I started not loving waitressing anymore. And I was really into working out. I'd always been a runner, but I started, I had a really good friend and she was a trainer and I got into working out with her. I loved, you know, we did like all these crazy splits. Like we do the back, chest split with three-day splits, five-day splits, all these crazy weight things. I was super into lifting heavy, uh, still into running. And then I was like, God, I'm really just these people. I'm over them, you know, like waiting tables. Um, and that worked out really well for me through my entire 20s here in Ketchum because I went snowboarding every single day. Like, I loved it. That doesn't suck. I know. It was awesome. I was like, who cares? I'm waiting tables at night. Who cares? I'm snowboarding every day. Who gets to do this? I mean, I'd go like 90 times a day, a year. Um, it was funny because one of my jobs was at this little restaurant called Desperados. I worked there for so long. Like, people still remember me from there. And I've been gone from there for 20 years. But I worked there for a really long time. And um, I had one day shift. And I was dating this guy. And I was really good friends with his best friend. So the three of us were kind of inseparable. And they used to go up on my one day shift and they'd go up to this place on um, our mountain, Spald Mountain, and there's a place on the other side of the mountain. First of all, we have a beautiful mountain here in Sun Valley and um, Baldy is um, over on the other side. There's this amazing lodge up on top of the mountain. I mean, like, it's gorgeous. It's Seattle Ridge Lookout. So they would go up there and they would call me and they would be like, oh, too bad you're not here. Too bad you're at work. I had to give up the one day shift. The owner of Desperados, Jim Funk, he was like, 
Seriously, you can't work one day. You can't work one day. I'm like, no, I'm missing it on the mountain. So anyway, I, um, that's the long answer to I started getting not enjoying my job. And my girlfriend, she was like, you're awesome at this. Why don't you become a trainer? Well, it takes nothing to be a trainer. I mean, like some of the tests are ridiculously easy. Honestly, like you study for like a few weeks, you you take this test and then da-da, you're a trainer. Like you don't know shit, but you're a trainer and you, you know, you take a CPR test and whatever. That's when the work kicks in. And that's what happened for me. I took the test and then I went and got a better certification. I went and did the national, the only, um, at that time, the only nationally accredited personal training certificate was, which was the National Strength and Conditioning Association. So I learned more and then I started going to like workshops and working with other trainers and learning, you know, yeah, and learning from the trainers. And so that's how I started. And I just started loving it. And then, um, so I worked at the Sun Valley athletic club, which was here in, um, Ketchum a long time ago. It's now long since gone, but it was the only gym in town. And, and then again, just like my first experience with waitressing, I was like, I can't believe I'm getting paid to bring people food and get to talk and whatever. I was like, I can't believe I'm getting paid. <laughs> to tell people what to do to work out. This is the best job ever. I mean, like I would go home and I would just be like, I am so lucky. My life is so good. So that's how I got started as a trainer. And did yeah. you, you started with like one-on-ones? I started with one-on-ones and, um, I didn't have a lot of clients at first and I did a lot of working out and I started doing some classes that was in like a, you know, like a traditional classroom setting where you, and then I learned how to teach step class. That was popular back when I started training 16 yeah. years ago. Step class was it. Oh my gosh. That is a really hard thing to learn how to teach. It takes a while and people hate it when you're learning. Like I had so many people walk out. Wow. Oh, cause you're, it, it's, it, you have no idea. Like you have to be, anyway, you have to be ahead of the beat. So yeah, it was traumatic and I just kept doing it cause I, I'm up for a challenge apparently. Well, and that's the one thing that the one thing I noticed at, at Zenergy that's the health club that's at where I work. Right. So I, I work for a high-end condo complex, and, and the health club is in the middle of this complex. And it's um, beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's yeah. a beautiful health club. It's one of those health clubs where you walk in, and all you need is your change of clothing. Everything is provided. Everything. Yeah, yeah. You and walk it, you know, to the to the locker room, and you can shave, shower, you know, do comb your hair, yeah. all, everything. And it's beautiful. The yeah. weight room's got huge, big windows. But the best part, in my opinion, of the entire place is you go out and you have this beautiful outdoor pool that's open year round. So you're literally out there in the hot tub or in the pool while it's snowing. And we have the swim out to the pool, and so you, you can, get in the pool yeah. inside. Yeah. And you swim out to and the you pool. And you're looking, you're yeah. gazing up at our ski mountain. At the mountain, yeah, when you're I sitting mean, in the it, hot honestly, pool, it's amazing, yeah. We've had discussions, because um, I swim at that pool, and we've had discussions like, is there, seriously, is there a better pool anywhere? And I don't think so. Like, we were talking about maybe, it was one of the James Bond movies, there was a pool on a high rise in Hong Kong or something. We are like, okay, maybe that one's almost as cool, yeah. but we are so cool. It's I mean, so maybe awesome. Maybe somewhere in Europe. You know, I don't know. Like, I, I don't mean, know, I don't know. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's it's amazing. Yeah, so there, so. they have uh, their classes. Yeah. So many of the classes are part of a, a program. Right. You know, where the music is provided and everything's provided right. and you have to be taught that particular program. Right. And so the trainers have to go and learn. Right. All this stuff. And, and to me, that's like, wow, you know, it's, you know, it just doesn't. I don't know. I, I wouldn't like it. No. And I'm not a huge fan of the programs that they, they have, that they're using. It's kind of a thing in a lot of health clubs now. It's a particular. Yeah. Well, and, and I know that you would love to sell a program. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I, wouldn't totally make the money off that, totally. you know, put together a program and, and get royalties for right. it as it gets used everywhere in the United States, right. which yeah. Is and this, awesome, this but, program has done that and yeah. it's crazy that it's done so well because it's, not that good. Yeah, so many in of them. In my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> and and now, you know, and and so in your gym, right. you devise your own. Right. And now how many different so all right, so when I go to work out at Angela's gym. Right. This is a and I started uh let's just say about 5 years ago roughly. Right. Yes. And I'd never done any sort of a circuit training right ever right and it was um a little hard at first <laughs> tell me what was hard 
like physically hard, hard to figure out what you were supposed to do, that, all right, so, hard to do the moves, what was hard? So so my first actual experience with, with it was was with your husband, Rob, in the evenings. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, my I first did time not I worked know out, that. yeah, was, was, remember, you know, because he does his, he, he, he I, does his I, men's, he does his men's thing, and I used to get invited to that, and... I didn't know you started with him. Yeah, that would have been my first experience at the gym. And I remember walking in. This is, the, and this is, the, I tell you, this is the 100% truth. I walked in late and he said, you guys can turn around and leave. He did? Because you were late? Yeah. <gasps> when he said we're starting at 530. Back. You need to be there. At 530. Wow. And it, you need so, to be there. You need to be there at five twenty-five, actually. So, how did you feel when that happened? He actually what did you... went back on it because I was with Eric. Your your Eric yeah. and Jessica Eric, yeah, uh huh, uh huh. Because I was with somebody else, but but he had already had actually. So we were allowed in because I mean we were just on time, right. maybe a couple minutes late, right? But then somebody else came afterwards. Says that was five minutes late. Yeah, they didn't get to stay. Nope. Not at all. And, and I was like, okay. Woo. And I showed up five minutes early the next time. You know? <laughs> well, and that's so, good because sometimes people would be like, screw you. I'm not coming back. Well, yeah, because they don't like nobody, nobody, you know, they, people they don't really like being told you can't come. No, but here's the thing about it is, is this is, this is part of, for me, this is part of the discipline. Right. Of, of, you know, and, and, and learning and, and being part it, well, that's how I got results. Right. Is by developing some discipline. You right. Know? Right. So, Interesting. You know. Good. Well, that's good. Okay. So and, and, and then. so so that class was it was it was difficult. It was it was hard. Physically. Physically, because here I am doing something for, you know, roughly an hour long. I mean, we do what, about ten minute warm up. Right. You know, and then and then and then we're doing, you know, fit forty five let's just say with the breaks, we're doing forty five minutes. Right. Pretty much nonstop. Right. Where you're keeping your heart rate up. Right. You're not necessarily doing heavy weights when you're when you have weights. Right. Uh you're never, you know, but I wasn't used to doing that. I mean, the last time I did anything that steady for that long was when I played soccer in high school, you know, yeah. that was 45 minute halves right. that you were running for 45 minutes. Right. But I didn't really do that. So that was, that was, I, I thought it was pretty hard. Right. Um, and then there's the coordination and right. the, the, you know, and I've always been really, you know, I've always wanted to use proper, um, you know, movements and posture and all that when I'm working out. Right. And, and Rob's great with that. Cause he's coming, he always comes from that point of safety. Right. You know, and Rob's and, first rule of thing, everything is safety. Yeah. Yes. And, yes. And that's something that I'd already, because of personal training in the past, was already really, you know, good with is that the movement itself, you know, if you can't do it slowly, you can't do it safely. Right. And that's something I, you know, I, I talk about at work. And so I've always had that in my mentality, you know, where I see somebody just ripping on the weights, you know, and just throwing them around. It's right. like, you know, no, you know, right. you're, you can't lift that. Right. If you have to do that. Right. So, um, at any rate, we, we, you know, I, I did that for a while and it was really cool. And then somehow I got talked into coming to your class. <laughs> now. <laughs> how did, how did that happen? I can't remember any of this. This is so funny. I always thought you'd just started with me. Isn't that funny? Now, I have so the th worst memory. This honestly. would have been also Eric. It would have been probably like on a Friday. Right. It would have been one of your like 930 courses. Or right. Whatever, you know, whatever right. <laughs> if I had any. But Eric's never been to my class. Eric did. Eric would. Did he? Yeah. He would back then. He would do, he would do, uh, your your classes. Okay. He was paying for it. Okay. He'd been he'd done I don't it for a while. Remember him doing yeah, that? Yeah, no, he did. He did for a long time. When yeah. I first met him, he was he was he was at least. He doing was, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, because yeah, was. that was the time of Rick. Rick was there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, big Rick. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, so, I'm interrupting. So if I had any thoughts of Rob being hard, <laughs> and Rob would say it. <laughs> Rob would say it. It's like, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a pushover. I'm nice. You have experienced nothing until you meet, until you ha have a class with Angela. I kid you not. Probably about forty minutes in, I was ready to run outside and just blow my cookies everywhere. <laughs> so we're, you know, just to to set the scene for everybody. You walk into this room. Yes. And, and it's it's a good size. Our little gym is about 2,000 square feet. And it's yeah. just 
it's just a weight room. It's not, we don't have a locker room or a anything else. Yeah. Like literally. And it's, so the back half of it is, you know, the, the, for the classes in the two front thirds, half. Two yeah. thirds is Angela. Two, yeah. One third is Rob. And, and Rob's Salt. more the personal the even split. one-on-one. Yeah. yeah. And he's got more of <laughs> the weights and the machines and where yeah. Angela, that there's more space, Yep. you know, because you have to have the, to be able to do boxes and steps and stuff in the middle and yep. run and whatever. And then right. around the outside, you have various, you know, types of machines or apparatus right? Uh, for whatever it is. And, and there are usually numbers on the wall. Right. And there's a card that tells you what you're doing here. And there's A's and B's or ABC's or you never know. Right. And so what we're doing is we're all starting at a particular spot and we're going off of a, a certain amount of time. Right. And that was also new to me. This is not about a number of reps. Right. You know, this is about the time. And your your heart rate doesn't come down. I know. I mean, it just doesn't. Well, my philosophy around... I don't think there's anything wrong with reps. I just, as a group trainer... You can't possibly count for everybody. You definitely can't expect people to count for themselves. So you just kind of find a time that works for whatever you do. I range between doing 30 seconds, 40, 45, or a minute. Um, There's no right or wrong for that. A minute can be kind of long for some things. A minute is kind of rough when we've done those, you know, and and 30 30 seconds is, you know, some – it's it's a trade-off. Right. So sometimes we'll have 30 seconds and right. we'll go around the whole... So what what's your average amount of stations? So it it we don't have... I have anywhere from 10 to 20, yeah, basically. I mean, it's, and it's in, it's rare. It's We're more usually in the 13 to 14 range. Totally. And so when we're doing like 30 seconds, but we're going around that loop three times. Right. You know, that can actually be kind of fun because... You do you 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 do have more variety in that you're changing right quite a bit, but then there's the the fact that when you do like forty seconds or we'll do forty five right you're doing less, uh, it, but that has its trade offs too right you know it's you're there and your you know your arms are done let's say we're doing pull ups right you know, forty five seconds of pull ups is a long is, time is a long time because if you're doing them on a pretty steady pace that means you're getting like twenty reps yeah you know that's a lot of reps in in a row of pull ups. But when we're doing that, we there's also a little bit more downtime in the middle. Right. Whereas if we're doing cram in thirty seconds, you're just boom, 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 right. boom. No resting. So no point. That is, you know, and then in the middle of all this, you have to learn what to do. And, right. And this was the thing with the you don't show up late is because right. we're going to go around once, and I'm going to show you and demonstrate everything we're doing. Right. And that's important, yeah. you know, and because because otherwise you're having to police everybody. And so you know, we I, I do this. And I, it was like, I was like, I've never pushed myself that hard. And, right. and, and I loved it. And then uh, I had the opportunity to start because I was I moved in right across the street pretty much. Oh, know. yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I lived From like my a, gym. half a block away. Yeah. So there was no excuses. So 630 in the morning. Yeah. Is, and you st- were doing this regularly. Yeah. And I was showing up there and, and occasionally Emily would come with me. That was my girlfriend yep. at the time. Yeah. And now couple getting up at five you know now he in lives morning, in Haley which is 20 minutes away still going still coming yeah. 6 30 in the morning but now you're coupled your brain activity at that time of day which is not functioning all that I well know. taking instructions and right. that's why it's easier now is because now I've you've learned done it all. everything I know right. it all yeah right but here was the cool thing so um I did we you know we do this it's tough, but like, you know, I was remodeling that place. My only workout I was getting was twice a week with you. Right. It was, it was, it was great. Right. I had no problems. I was able to, you know, I could never do this on my own, you know, and, and I, even though waking up early sucked, I got used to it. Um, but what happened is, is I ultimately was able to take this into my own workouts. Right. And so when, you know, finally it was like, okay, you know, I get to go to, I get to be, I get a Zenergy membership, which is really expensive at my work. Um, I get it for free because I work there. Right. You know, not actually for the health club and, it, and it's a huge benefit. But so what I started doing was, and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about a little bit today was I brought those ideas of the circuit into my regular workouts. Right. Because I came from the whole, you know, you have X amount of reps, you know. Right. You know, one day you do 15, 12, 10, eights. One day you just do straight, you know, three sets of blah, blah, blah. 
back and biceps day, chest and right, you know, all that right, stuff. You know, right. all the stuff. Four days on, one day off. You know, we've you know we've all read about it in Men's Health right. and Muscle and Fitness magazines, and this was something new because I realized that that you know I'm doing cardio. And I'm doing weights at the same time. Right. It's not necessarily the same weights because we're doing lighter weights, but I'm doing both. And uh, I brought that activity in. And then if I jump on the treadmill on top of that, I'm getting lots of cardio. Yeah. So um, at any rate, that was my that was my experience That's to funny. circuit training. And now I encourage it to everyone. Um, prime, you know. You may like it, you may not, but you'll learn something. Right. And you might learn something new. Because when you've gone around 14 stations doing something, and sometimes you're doing multiple things, you have just expanded your knowledge base. Right. And so that's why I encourage people, if you're if you're going to a gym, right. go do one of their classes. Right. If it costs you a little bit of extra money, I, I guarantee it's going to be worth it. Right. You'll learn something new. Right. You know, when you go in. So... Um, yeah, so I did have like one question. Okay, lay it on me. So in general, uh, so when people have different reasons to go to the gym and do a workout. Yes. Or, or you know, a lot of people do it at home too. Yes. So how does a person, you know, how do you augment your workout based on what you're doing? And should you? So, like, let's say you're a person that already does something very physical on a regular basis, like, let's just say mountain biking. Right. They already put in hours a week in right. mountain biking. Right. They're going into the gym um, to work out, too, because they know they need to do their muscle stuff. Right. Is there something that you would have them do differently because they already do an activity? And I'm not talking yes. about a, a pro. Right. I'm no, just I understand what you're saying. Person. But person. Okay. So, that's a great question. And... um the um the answer to that for me is first of all our gym we do full body workouts and this has really evolved because like I said when I first started being a trainer I lifted heavy I did the splits I did weights 5 6 days a week but for me and I live we live in Sun Valley we we are the land of people that love to work out outside running on the trails hiking on the trails mountain biking on the trails skiing outside cross country skiing skate skiing I mean, you name it, right? What other sports do we do around here? And we have all kinds of things. People have their boats. They go water skiing. So people are outside, right? So for someone who, and I, I did all that stuff, and then I would still try to carve out an hour of doing my weights because I wanted to do my weights. I wanted to have a strong core. I wanted to do the strength in my upper body. So that can be really hard <laughs> to get all that in. So what has happened for me with my personal system that I love and that is not for everybody, but... What I've kind of refined it into is it's a workout for people to help them be stronger outside. And my whole goal with spending an hour with me is you do that once or twice a week. You're getting in your weights. You're good to go. Spend the rest of your time outside. We're going to make you stronger. So as far as if it was someone who's mountain biking and they live here, you know, what happens is my busiest times and when I spend the most time in the gym and when it works the best for me is in the spring and fall. So kind of when you're between the seasons. So it's particularly the spring because theoretically, although not this year, since hmm. it's but theoretically you get done with the winter and you're like, okay, I'm going to be mountain biking in six weeks. Then I would say you want to up your time in the gym. You want to be doing things to help you get stronger for your mountain bike. Things like um, step up, step ups on the boxes, single leg reverse lunge. So you're working your hip flexors, skipping um, short um, inter anaerobic intervals, like sprints, um, quick feet, um, like football drills, hip thrusts. Um, and then you want to, otherwise known as a burpee, otherwise known as a burpee people. Um, <laughs> I got that from one of my, one of my main influences as a trainer is Juan Carlos Santana and he lives in Florida. He has an awesome, um, gym down there. I can think of the name of it right now, but he's a, been a trainer for a long time. He's, I've seen him numerous times in person and I own all of his, instructional books. But anyway, he calls it a hip thrust. That's where that came from. But, um, but it is a burpee for everybody else. Um, so 
I would say you're going to do more legs plus a lot of core because when you're on your mountain bike or on your road bike, you want to be strong, particularly in your lower back. You want to have a strong um, front side, rectus abdominis, obliques, that area, transverse abdominis, which goes around so that you can support your back. So you're going to feel stronger on the bike. So we're going to do a lot of core work. And by core work, like my specialty with core work is that we do stuff, twist standing, twists, pushes and pulls, um, stepping, chop downs. Um, and the, we use the the bands with those a lot. You know, bands and cables are yeah, my oh, you're favorite. Right. You can't do the my, cables. My, so yeah, uh, yeah. Bands and cables are my favorite things. Um, and so we're going to do a lot of that. We're going to do some arms, you know, some back. I'm a big fan of doing your back. I'll explain that in a minute. Um, and then as you get into mountain biking season – Especially if you're a man, you're going to retain your muscle mass a lot more than women. They they say for men, and this is more on a pro level, that they do their strength training preseason, and then as they get into closer to the season, they let go of the weights all altogether and they just cycle. Women, they said, um, because we don't tend to hold muscle mass as well as men, just genetically, um, they actually can encourage women to stay with it once a week weightlifting session to maintain the strength. Um, but for your average person, I would say, you know, as you get into your season and you're mountain biking a lot, I'd hit the gym once or twice a week. And at least on one of the days I do maybe a little bit of legs, not too much, definitely your hamstrings. And then I would focus on upper body and core. Now that's one thing I've noticed that you do is you do have a, like a lot of focus on hamstrings. Yes. Um, I, I know myself with with uh, knee injuries right. when I would meet uh, physical therapists. Right, they they're like one of the worst things you could do is is do those leg extensions. Right, right, and, and we're and you know because it's like if you look at the geometry of it, it's basically the in, is how people get injured. Is right, doing that you know. Right, but like it's so, a lot of sheer force on the joint of yeah, your knee joint. Yeah, yeah versus where you, any of the um, hamstring kind of curls and stuff. It's 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 a pulling. It's more right. supportive. Right. So the a couple things I noticed, and and Rob's like this too, um, is you know, it's so great when when we'd have the men and somebody would be like, "Well, are we gonna do biceps?" Oh yeah. You know, and and Rob's thing is, yeah, yeah, you, you need to do your curls, curls, curls for, your for the girls. girls. Yes. You know. Um, well, like but, I said, so you focus on on hamstrings a lot, right. and And triceps, and right. you kind of blow off that other stuff. Well, um, just because the other, I mean, just because, like I said, we tend to, both Rob and I are people that like to be outside. Um, I'm a gym rat too, but he's way more like he wants to be climbing or on his bike and he's going to do the gym stuff because it's going to make him a better climber and it's going to make him faster on his bike. Like that's the, that's the, what is. So that's why he does the gym. Um, we're not bodybuilders. We're not super into, I'm going to make sure that, I, I mean, you can't come work out with me and get ready for a fitness competition. You need to spend more time in the gym, more specifically doing different things. Could I train someone to do that? Absolutely. But you couldn't get it from my group exercise thing because first of all, I'm not that interested in that. And the majority of pe that's not how I work out. The majority of the people that come into me, they want to feel stronger in their other activities. So we don't waste time with single muscle groups hardly ever. So if you're looking, so if you're looking to start a gym program or update your gym program, there's a few things that you would want to decide. And one of them is how much time do you want to be in the gym versus be outside? Good point. Right? Okay. So there's different ways to do that. Like I wouldn't want to do the workout I do on back-to-back -back days. I wouldn't recommend it. I would do it every other day or twice a week you know, particular with two days in between would be ideal. Like, of course that doesn't always work out that way because we're working everything full body. You want to give it a rest the next day. That said, anytime you're doing, if you're someone like that, that's, you're like, I want to get the benefits from the gym. I don't want to be in there very much. What's the minimum amount of gym time I can do? Yeah. I'm with you on that one. What's the minimum amount of gym time I can do for the maximum results? Yeah, and that's where, it. that's where this workout comes in. Um, so basically most Almost most things that we do in my place, you're moving and you're getting multiple body parts at once. We'll do like a squat with weights at your shoulders to a press. So you're getting your legs, you're balancing, you're stabilizing with your core. As you come up to the press, you're getting your shoulders. So right? we're, we're trying to combine. So we're multitasking, yeah. basically. Yeah. Like we're, you know, once in a while, if sometimes we'll do one body part and that's kind of almost a rest. Um, you're right. You're right. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then we go into a full body something. And then I'm also the other 
thing that's kind of happened. I mean, now this is pretty in like this, this high intensity interval training has become more popular. I've been doing this for, I've had my own gym now for 12, 13, 13 years. I started circuit training and doing this thir- basically 12 years ago when I started doing groups in my own gym. And I was like, okay, I'm tired of coming in the gym and doing weights and then feeling like I need to go do a run or go jump on the treadmill for half an hour or go do the elliptical. Like I don't have that much time. I want to spend an hour and then I want to get back to it. And and so it really, I just started streamlining it. And so I don't want people to come in and do the weights and then feel like, well, I've got to go now sweat. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. we started combining it. So for example, we'll do, I'm a really big fan of um, doing back exercises. We tend to do a lot of things forward. We're driving, we're lifting our kids, we're picking up things forward. We're sitting in front of the computer, the shoulders are rolling forward. So I think it's really important to do work to strengthen the upper back. So rows, alternating rows. We have a move called the bow and arrow. I got this from Juan Carlos Santana. Um, apparently one of the physical therapists here in town, John Coth. he can always tell when people are come. you know, when they make the rounds and they come and see him. They're always like, and when I do bow and arrows, he's like, do you work out with Angela? Cause apparently not a lot of people do this, but it's basically a stepping one armed row when you're alternating sides. Um, so we'll do those types of things, which is kind of one body area. I like to just do that focusing on the back. And then instead of resting in between the sets, which is what a traditional old school weight yep. with nothing wrong with that, by the way, nothing wrong with it. If it's working for you, keep it up. Um, I just was like, this isn't very efficient. Yeah, that's how I am. Let's do a set of jumping jacks. Let's do a set of skate skiers. Let's do a step set of um, box jumps. Let's do a set of sprints. Let's do a set of jumping over the hurdles. Let's run the ladder for 30 seconds. Something that's going to work your coordination, your leg strength, get your heart rate up. Skipping. Skipping is awesome for your hip flexor. So we'll kind of go back and forth with some of those things. And then as far as core goes, you know, I still have so many people that are really attached to crunches, my abs, my abs, my abs. You know, crunches are fine, I guess, but oh my gosh, they're so boring and you don't want to do the same thing all the time. So I'll put him on a band and have him step to both sides with their arms straight and do a twist or do what we call the Rob's row, which is a push and a pull. And you're rotating that push pull with your core. Or we have a move called the Atlas where you're holding on to some straps and you reach up and you pull it to your shoulder and then you use your whole body to crunch over. So it's kind of like a standing crunch, but you're moving. So I just feel like that kind of thing is just more effective. And crazy thing was, is that before I opened my first studio, which was three, 13 years ago, I worked at another gym here in town and they were kind of we were still in that weightlifting mode. Like we're going to do weights four or five days a week. We're training for, I don't even know what, like one day we did an hour of squats. I mean, it was insane. Like we just did these weird things. Whereas now you couldn't pay me enough money to do an hour of squats. I couldn't walk for three days. I mean, who cares? Like that isn't helping me, you know? Um, and I used to, I used, I was, I don't see how that helps you then the next day go out and cycle. Well, it doesn't. That's the thing. We were gym people. We did gym workouts. That was our whole thing. Like that's where this is, this is, where I've evolved into because I was like, this isn't working for me. So, I so want to be running. Kind I want to be biking. Yeah, kind of the. I want to be swimming. The the stereotypical you know gym person that we see. Right. The people that come into the gym and even though they're there just for health and wellness, but they're doing the thing that they've always seen. Right. They're doing the thing that they learned when they were you know whatever in high school or blah right. blah blah. To me, is like you gotta throw that out the window here right. because th- you just nailed it. It's like those are for people that are literally want to live in the gym, right. get bigger, do shape shifting, right? You know, serious stuff. Train like that. for a fitness contest, train for a bodybuilding contest. Yeah, that kind of stuff, right. and that and that the rest of us don't need to do that. Because that was my thing is, is, is I was doing all those, you know, I literally would spend two and a half, three hours. Yeah. And who wants to yeah. do that? I and mean, if you do, God bless you, keep it up. But oh my gosh, I don't want to do when that. When I changed it and I decided to, you know, because I, I got to that same place where I'm just like, all right, I don't want to spend this much time. Right. And, and I, you know, I'm good with an hour. Right. Some days I, you know, sometimes some days when I'm having one of my baby step days right. and I don't want to go to the gym, I'm seriously, I, I don't want to be there any more than 40 minutes. Right. And Great. so, and so I will take what I learned in the class. So I right. set, I set myself up with, well, first of all, there was one thing I wanted to say was, is, you know, warm up. Yes. Warm up is good. We for like you, a warm up. What's a warm up? So a warm up for me is, and it depends, you know, um, 
it's if you're if it's later in the day, you even need less of a warm up. But basically, oh, anything, I didn't think about that. Yeah, because right. you've been up and you've moving, been up moving, and you're all day. yeah, yeah. Um, a warm up is anything that gets your blood flowing and gets blood going to the muscles. Like you don't want to jump throughout in your body, throughout your whole body. You don't want to jump into a set of squats, load your load yourself up, and 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 just ask those muscles to overload really quick without first giving them. Simple. Get when you start warming up and you start moving your body and you get your blood flowing, then what's happening is is it's starting to to remove waste and bring oxygen to the muscles in a, a more effective, faster manner. Right. So you're getting the body ready. You're getting the body ready. Yeah. So once that starts happening, then you can start loading it up. Like you just yeah. you your body's going to work better. So for me, I usually just say five minutes. Warm it up. Anything that gets your heart rate going. If I'm in a gym gym, my gym doesn't have treadmills, you could jump on a treadmill and do five minutes walking up a, you know, start flat, walk up a hill. And that's, that's fine. It's pretty good. It's not perfect because you're not getting your upper body as much. So be sure and swing your arms. Um, even better, jump on an elliptical. But what we do in my gym, since I don't have cardio equipment, is we do some jacks. We do some skipping. We do some skate skiers maybe a set of light lunges, and then we do some plank or what I call the inchworm, which is walking out into plank, walking back, hands back to feet, hands out to plank, hands back to feet, because that's going to get your core and upper body moving. And now we're not talking about stretching here. No, we're not stretching. You're moving. You're yeah. moving. You want to do your stretching after. Exactly. You want to do your stretching and, after. And right now, all the studies are just supporting that, that yeah. we are, we're able to lift less. That when people stretch before a, a, a weight workout, right, they're not able to lift as much, right. They're not able to go as long, and that and that is just better to not do it, and then to do it afterwards when you are very warm, right. When your body's ready for it, right. You know, and and so that's you know that's the one thing where I look at is if if I break up my hour, so to speak, right. You know, I have a five to ten minute warm up, right. I can do twenty minutes of you know of of weights and and this kind of thing where I do it in. Um, you know, like little circuits, and right. then I I'll jump on the treadmill for twenty minutes, and then I've got stretching, you right. know, at the end for another ten. Perfect. Um, so my my what I when I get into my um, and this is the thing that I I learned from you and from thing, and this is great. I this is a, it was the most awesome compliment. So. Um, one of the things we do a lot of balance, right? Um, and and that can be a break. Right. You know, like, so, you know, so you so, get your heart rate up and then stand on something in balance. Yeah. Right. Or include balance in with some, a weight thing that you would ordinarily do. And right. this is what was great for me was I never really focused on core. Sure. I did sit-ups and all that kind of stuff like that, but not full body core. Right. Because, uh, I, I never, you know, it was always like, well, I got to lift a certain amount of weight. So whether, right. you know, I'm just going to use curls as an example, cause it's just easy, but any sort right. of like flies or something that you do, right? you sit there, you, you get on your bench or whatever it is and you do your, your, your press right? or you stand there and you do your curls or you stand there and you do uh, the tricep push downs, right. whatever it is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now do that with one foot. Right. Just lift a foot. Right. Hey, whoa, you can't lift as much. Hey, oh, wow, you have to engage your, your core. midsection. You've turned on the lower leg complex of the standing foot. You're turning on that hip to stabilize you. So much is you. now boom you there. Um, you bet. You, you, grab, you grab the BOSU. You grab whatever it right. is. Uh, you do, instead of doing your, your, your chest presses on a bench, get the ball. Right. Put your back on that ball. Okay. Now... You're sitting there, do them one arm at a time. Right. Balance is involved. Right. Yeah. Skip the dumb, skip the barbell, do dumbbells. Yeah. Get on the ball, do one arm at a time. You're absolutely right. And so now we're, we're now getting- Now you're in, getting your core. And we're getting into this efficiency- and We're getting into efficiency. Where you don't have to spend as much time. Right. And I guarantee you, you and this, this is the thing that was just shocking to me. It's like, I stopped lift, having to lift as much. Right. I'm not sitting there doing the old, uh, I'm sitting, waiting here on the bench, looking right. cool while right. I, uh, I rest in between my sets. <laughs> yeah. And that works for some people. Hey, and I do those days. Right. And that's totally fine. We are not dogging no. on those days. But like my joints didn't hurt as much. Right. You know, and, and so like what I will do is I will, I will, uh, you know, like I said, do my little warm up, whatever it is. And then I will pick three things. Right. I'll make myself a little mini circuit. You know, I'm going right. to go do a, um, a chop down right. with the bands. Right. 
and then I'm going to go do some uh, 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 squats with an overhead press, right? Or a, or a lunge, right? With an overhead press, right? And then I'm going to go over and do you know some chest thing or whatever it is, right? You know, like um, and some, and you're such and, a big push up guy. Like your push ups are going to be your chest exercise to get more core than if you're laying on there doing a heavy barbell. Yeah, and press. that's the thing that 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 is in the last two years. Yeah, is those push-ups? Yeah, that one. That one because it's a full body thing. Yeah, it's also your it's core. Awesome. You know, you it's can way thro- core. You can throw in your balance by lifting a foot. Totally more core. So I'm in there. I'm at Zenergy, and <laughs> and I've got the the tall bench or box. Right, you know, the box. I got the tall box out there, and my feet are on the box. And my hands are on top of a ball. Right. All right. In and, plank position. In a plank position. Yeah. And I'm just basically sitting there, you know, bringing, you know, bringing my knee, you know, my leg. Alternating my knee. body. Right. Got or it. knee up to the front or whatever. And then I start doing push-ups. And People then I, are losing it. Yeah. Then I lift the foot doing push-ups. And this guy comes up to me afterwards and he's just like... Did you did you did you get that that workout out of the the from the movie Three Hundred, you know? Because they did right. the, the documentary and they showed what these guys did, and, and I'm like, that's a Three Hundred workout. I'm like, um, no, I just work out with Angela and Rob Freeman, and I had like personal trainers come up to me going, all right, what's the deal? Yeah, like, are you like a closet personal trainer or whatever? I'm like, no, I just work out with Rob and Angela. Well, we're d- <laughs> but, yeah. because I'm doing these things where I'm combining different things together. Right. I'm not sitting there. I'm going from one to the and this is the point is I'm going from one to the next to the next. Right. I will do reps, but really, you know what? I'd love everyone to try one day. Forget the reps. Look at the clock. Right. Do 30 seconds. Right. Then go to the next thing and right. do 30 seconds and make yourself a little triple circuit. Right. You know? And so, like, I'll do that for roughly 20 minutes. Right. Good. Because you know? usually by that time, my muscles are tired. Right. And that's enough. And you didn't, and you're getting, see, the other thing that I think people miss when it comes to how much should I do in the gym? What should I do in the gym? Is I think it's good to start with what you want. What do you want? Do you want to do a fitness competition? Do you want to have bigger pecs? What do you want? Or do you want to be faster on your bike? Or do you want to feel better? Yeah. Why you are want you your, working out? Do you want your lower back to feel better? Yeah. Do you want to have better posture? Do you want to just feel better about your body? Like that was some of the questions as I, you know, when, as my career started going as a personal trainer, I was like, what do I really want from these workouts? And what do my people want? What's my niche? What is the, what is it that I want to serve people with? And, you know, the big thing for me is people want the most results in the shortest amount of time. And, you know, doing a heavy chest press, that's great. If that serves you, that's not going to make you a faster mountain biker. It just isn't. It's, it's great. It might make your pecs look great. It might look, you look, make you look great in a wife beater. That's fine. And if that's your goal, I think it's great. <laughs> Honestly, I really do. I think go yeah. keep doing it and, and it's great. But you know, if you want to be faster on your bike, let's do lighter weights on a ball. Let's do some step ups. Let's do some speed work. Let's do some ladder. Let's do some skipping. Let's make sure your core is super strong. That was what I was going to say earlier was with uh, when I was working out at high alt- or at um, the other gym. Um, I used to pay one of the trainers to train my abs for just an hour and we'd do all the old school abs, like the leg lifts and the crunches and the whatever. And we do an entire hour. I pay him because I was like, I want my core to be stronger. Like I'm doing all these crazy workouts and my core is not that strong because I couldn't come up with more core stuff. And I was, I felt okay. I felt strong. When I started getting into the functional core training, like what we're doing now, where you're getting core involved in everything that we're doing in so many of the exercises, your core is either stabilizing or it's directly involved. I have never been stronger in my center. That's how ever. I feel too. Yeah. And I don't ever do crunches and ever. Were, yeah. And it was never. like a real shape shift. Talk about shape shifting. I yeah. literally saw my body change. Yeah in a way that I'd never seen before because I'd never actually, even though I'm not doing this, like I'm doing all abs. Right. All of a sudden I just, my midsection just was, you know, there was just more there. Yeah. It was like, you know, I was like, wow, this is cool, you know, right. and activities were better because so much of, you know, when, how we protect ourselves is if we engage our core, if we, if we prepare our body right. to do a lift, right. meaning like you're going to lift your you know, couch at right. your friend's house when right. you're moving. Right. Or something as simple as I'm going to get up out of my chair. Right. 
like without hey, hurting my back. Engage your core first. Right. Now we, you know, now we lift. And those are simple habits. But if you're strong there, you're naturally just going to be because you have muscle it's just memory. Kick in. Yeah. You so, yeah. so that's part of now. That's a great point. So, like, if you are doing another activity, it it would be good then to. Um, because you're just you're improving your muscle memory, right? You're Im- improving your reaction time. You're 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 also gaining strength, right? Well, and you know what's interesting? Here's a couple of things around. Um, if you've got another activity, one thing that's really interesting is two years ago um, we had a, a professional NFL player came in and worked out with oh, us. Oh yeah, and it was so fun. And and both of us, both Rob and I, the he, Raven, the Raven, <laughs> he he. It, this is such a funny little story. I'll try to make this quick, but he called he texted me, emailed me, can we went, can I, you know, do a membership to your gym? I'm like, well, we don't really do memberships. We're personal trainers. You know, do you want to come do a group with me or one-on-one with my husband? He's like, oh, well, can I rent your facility? And I'm like, well, we don't really do that either because of insurance and we kind of need to be there. And, you know, he's like, I'm a professional athlete. So anyway, long story short, find out he's not only a professional athlete, he's an NFL Raven. This was the year after they won the Super Bowl. Awesome guy. But I was like, well, you should come try my husband, you know, work out with him. He's like, okay, I'll book him out for two hours. So then we were like, oh my gosh. Okay, well, we we don't really, we haven't really trained NFL players before. I mean, we, you know, okay, so we just started doing all this research. Okay, do you want to know? Here's what we, I I was like, oh my God, we're not going to have enough weights. We're not going to have big enough weights. Like he's going to be wanting doing snatches and blah, 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 blah. Do you know what they do? They do tons and tons and tons of speed work. Speed, speed, speed. That's what it's all about. It's now. all about being fast and quick. And like, so Rob set up, we set up the cable, Rob and I, I'd watch. <laughs> I, was so excited. I was so jealous that I didn't get to do it. But you'd set up the cable column and do like, you know, five or six quick, really heavy punches one, two, three, four, five, and then just set them down and just sprint across the gym. There you that's awesome. It, that was, I mean, that, that that was all the training was around cables, and he he was he didn't even we didn't he didn't do a single chest press. Yeah. Um. He lit. One of the things that Rob did with him is he he stood on our big box. Rob stood on the box with these bit with a with our biggest heavy weighted ball, and this guy laid on his ground. His name is Haloti Nagata. He's awesome. Um. He laid. So he was facing Rob and he's on his back and Rob's standing on the box way above him. And Rob would basically take this giant ball and just drop it on him. And he'd chest press, catch it, and then shove it back up to Rob. I mean, it's just, you know, so it basically, it's just a matter of, you know, figuring out what you want to get from it and then how efficient you want to be. I mean, it's just surprising. Like you, it's the, the, Again, it's awesome if it's working for you, but like standing around doing bicep curls, the reason why I never do bicep curls is because I do so much back and your biceps assist with back. You just don't it need happens it. It's just fine on it its own. It just happens yeah. unless you're looking to, you know, be in some sort of a competition or yeah. a contest. Like I'm not going to waste my time standing there doing curls. I'm going to do back where I'm working more muscles at the same time and moving and your back is actually your largest muscle group. And your yeah, and your I in my opinion, one of the most important things you can do in the gym is work your back and work your hamstrings because those are two things that are really really hard to get outside. You can work your quads, you can yeah. work your calves, you can even work your abs, you can get your shoulders with push-ups. It's That's really hard to get no your calves. back. Yeah, because we do so many step-ups. Yeah, if you're doing stepping, you're doing anything like that. We're doing step-ups, we're jumping on the box, we're jumping up and down on the benches. I mean, all that stuff. We're running, we're skipping, we're, you know. Um, And the thing about the hamstrings is, particularly women, that, you know, having a strong hamstring helps support the major ligaments in the knee, the ACL, the MCL, the LCL. So if you ever have um, any of those, if you ever have any of those surgically repaired or have a small tear, the physical therapist is going to be like, you need to do your hamstrings, 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 strengthen your hamstrings. So seated hamstring curl is one of the best things you can do. Oh, here's what I was going to tell you. Okay, so here's another really important part of my philosophy around using a gym and doing gym workouts. You know, we and all of our good thinking have come up with all these machines exactly. that can mimic the way we move our body. So we can basically sit you down. You can set your arm on the machine and you can do some curls. We can sit you down and you can put your arm on the machine and you can do some tricep extensions. We can sit you down and you can crunch and just isolate the abdominal wall. We can sit you down and you can sit there and you can do shoulder raises and you can just isolate your deltoids. Okay. So, Again, 
that's not that it doesn't work, but the whole trend, and this is not new, this has gotten more popular, thank goodness, is functional training where we're actually moving in a way that the body moves and using bands and dumbbells and balls to support that and to weight that. That's why when you walk into my gym, the whole center of the gym is open. Like there are machines on the edges, basically cables. I have one hamstring curl, which is the least functional piece of equipment I have because it is important to just isolate that hamstring really right there for the knee health. Um, and I have a lat pull down because of the old days. I mean, I wouldn't even own that if I hadn't, you know, with this. Other than that, I want room to move you in the way that you move in your real life. So if you're like, I need a gym update. Well, first of all, you can do that with me on Skype if you want to. I totally help people out with that um, or do like a program or a six week deal. Like I could design programs for anybody, like whatever it is you want to get better at tennis, whatever. Or if you're looking and you want to do it with a trainer where you are, you want to look at the trainers and you want to see what they're doing. Because if they're sticking people on every single machine in the gym, you can do that by yourself. Like don't pay somebody to put you on machines. Pay someone to show you how to move your body in a functional way. When I'm talking about step-ups and I'm talking about lunges and I'm talking about um, those types of things, you need and you don't know what I'm talking about, you need someone who does that. So you're basically looking for a trainer that's taking people out in the middle of the room and doing cool stuff with them, with dumbbells and balls. And they're using their full body. I'll tell you the, 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 the most crushing uh, thing for me as far as my, uh, my toughness and tough kindness <laughs> and as, a, as, a, as a former gym rat, right. especially one that loved to do, um, right. you know, various, uh, like when it comes to hamstrings, you know, you're sitting there, you're doing your, uh, your deadlifts right. and all right. that kind of stuff like that was, right. was the first time that we did the ball rollouts. Oh. And so Angela has this thing and she calls it the triple threat. Oh, and, and I so, got that from Juan Carlos Santana. Yeah, okay. yeah. So you're laying on your back on a mat and you've got a ball in front of you and you put your feet on the edge of the ball and you lift your hips up, up off the floor and you roll your feet out and roll them back in. And then you can lift them up and lift down. You lift your hips up and down. You throw this on YouTube. I'm sure you'll find it. There is nothing that will make you cry like a little baby. <laughs> Then 10 <gasps> of these. You know what? We're going to have to throw that out for one of our things for snake oil. We'll have to give them the triple threat one time. And we'll do a little YouTube on this. That's just mean. It is totally mean. Oh, my God. But we love him so much. We want to be mean to him. Okay. So our last last segment, I just wanted to, if you could just kind of touch on um, the person that has not been in the gym. Right. The person that has not been in the gym for a long time. Right. Or maybe they used to do it a long time ago when they played football and now they're coming back. Right. Don't go back to what you were doing a long time ago. Yeah. And they're, oh, and, and they're there and they're there to, to improve their health and their habits. You know, what kind of workout should they be looking at doing? What well, do you recommend? If you're, if, first of all, if you're not a person that works out, I would start with walking. Like, just move your body. But if you're like, I want to do this gym thing, that sounds really fun, then I would suggest finding a trainer that, and again, I would totally interview slash look at that, you know, go in and walk on the treadmill and look around and pick your person. That's don't, don't yeah, pick them do. according to what they look like. What their little resume says. Look, yeah. <laughs> a, you know, look at them and look at their movie and find a gym and find a trainer that, that does full body stuff that's moving people around. Um, if, if they're just moving, like I said, if they're moving machine to machine, I, you're just not, that's not going to be the most effective. And and I personally think it's so boring. Like it's so limited. You have this set of 10 machines and then you're going to do it every time. And, and if you're someone who has that and you're loving it, then I definitely continue on. But if you, if it's someone who's starting, I'm going to say, find some and find someone to help you just like anything else. Like you would get someone to teach you how to use the computer. You would teach somebody how to um, teach you to cook a great meal or you'd get a book on it or whatever. Like I, I personally feel like invest a couple hundred bucks and get a good trainer for a couple sessions and be like, look, I'm not going to throw down for a trainer all the time, but I need someone that'll help me get started and figure this out. Um, also, you know, one thing is a lot of gyms will, will give you a couple sessions right. with a personal trainer for free. Yep. And, and if the first thing they do is they sit you on a machine, right. ask them to, to show you something else. Right. You know, because like you just said, you can do that yourself. Right. I mean, it's good to kind of get the basics if you haven't been in a gym for a long time. But still, it's like it's like imagination 
Right. You know, and that's why I recommend for people to go do a circuit training is because most of us go in and we do that same old habit right. we've done forever. Right. And we get bored with right. it. Right. And especially if you want to be efficient and utilize your time, you know, and, and combine things together. Right. There's, there's creativity in there and right. it's kind of fun. And there's, and it's also, I have had more fun with the challenge of, of not using weights. Right. Oh, yeah. We have a leg set. I have a leg set that I learned from Juan Carlos Santana. It's called Cranks. No weights. It's a minute and a half of a combination of lunges, split jumps, and squats. You're crippled. You do it three <laughs> times. Seriously. Like, I can crush you without any yeah. weights. I could crush anybody. Bring it. I can yeah. do that. But um, we're not trying to crush these new people that want to go to the gym. So I would say find, you know, scope it out. Don't Pay to throw down for a big gym membership. Make sure it's a gym you like. Make sure there's someone that works there that you think you can get some help. Don't be afraid to get some help. You know, YouTube has all kinds of stuff. You know, beginning full. If you put in functional exercises, squat to press, lunge with an overhead press, um, there's all kinds of things that we're talking about. But basically, full body movements are going to be your best bet because then you're not going to feel like, okay, now I've got to go for an hour walk. Okay, now I've got to go do this. And if you really want to see results, you want to be moving your body. You want to be moving. You want to be breathing hard. You don't want to be sitting on some machine. Yeah, that's that's it. If you're sit it, on the hamstring curl and then don't sit down again for the rest of the workout. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, or save that. Save your save your hamstring curls for those moments where you actually get a little winded and you need right. a little bit of a break. Right. Yeah. And and be easy on yourself. The other thing I'm going to tell you, if you're new to lifting weights, is and this is really important actually. Our muscles. This is completely just. Um, our muscles can handle more weight than our ligaments and tendons can out of the gate. So if you have not been lifting weights. Uh, particularly let's say that you're someone who does a lot of walking or biking or something. And so you're, you're in shape. You want to stay at medium for, you know, at least three, four weeks before you start going heavy, because what happens is you can stress the tendons and ligaments because the muscles can handle what you're doing, but maybe not the ligaments and tendons. So people kind of don't realize that because they think that they're feeling okay. Just try to stay at medium. Try not to go to hard until you've been doing it for a month, and honestly. Same, and the same thing goes with... It's important. I've, I've experienced that with where I haven't been to the gym for a while. Right. And I want to walk in and go back to where I was. Right. It's not right. happening. Right. That's where I get hurt. Yeah. You know, I walk back in. I'm like, okay, this is what I was lifting before. Right. I go and do it. And, and I'm like, oh, that didn't feel good. And you a know? lot of those hurts and injuries are in the ligaments and tendons, not necessarily the muscles. No, not that that not. can't happen, but it can't, you know, it's just... In, it's interesting. You know, yeah. yeah so that's, that's super important. So that would be one... One thing, um, you know, there's lots of options. Um, I like gyms. I think gyms are fine. I think gyms can be really intimidating when you go in there and there are yeah. people that are bodybuilding Hardcore, yeah. and doing all that stuff. You don't have to do that stuff in order to have great results. So that's another reason to shop it around for gyms that you like. And honestly, if you're if you have space at your house, you could so much totally, you, can do. you can do so much. I mean, but there again, sometimes it's better for people to be able to go to a place and pay the money, and yeah. then they're going to do it. They're not going to necessarily do it. So what was interesting for me when I was in Hawaii, and you know we were working on our New Year solutions at that time. Yeah, and and one yeah, thing, yeah, that was remember cool. that. So so I was being really consistent with going twice a week to to you know I was your gym and and at work. But while I was in Hawaii, what I did is every day I decided to do you know a bunch of uh, a bunch of push ups, um, a bunch of you know, sit-ups, yep. you know, somewhere in the, where yeah. I'm doing like maybe 150 or so like that. And then, and then I did some, uh, some lunges or, you know, split squats or whatever. I did that every day. Right. It took me like what, maybe 15, 20 minutes tops right. of that. And it was funny how like after day four, I was like, oh wow, I'm getting results from this. I know. And so, I, you know. Yeah, you, you do, that's a great point. Don't wait for the gym. Right. Get you don't have to wait. The, you and, don't you don't, have to. and you don't have to be there for an hour. No, like, you don't have to. You can get up in the morning and that's why I like what Snake Oil Comics is doing is because do these too. guys are throwing down on some some squats some some push-ups and and some and some sit-ups and they're doing some stuff like that. Yep. I guarantee you're going to get something out of and it. And soon they'll be doing the triple threat. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you are just so cruel. Uh, they probably cruel. don't have balls, so we may have to We'll see. Maybe we'll have to mail them a Did ball. Did you just say that they don't have balls? Uh, <laughs> no, no, I didn't say that. I didn't say that at all. Um, I meant they didn't have Hey, speaking of uh Snake Oil Comics and and balls. Yeah. So <laughs> Okay. 
because oh. because they are going to make a video out of what out of our our. So we've we've got our five superhero moves. Yeah, we have to put what that on. Gonna, what we're are gonna, we going to do? We're we going to video do it on, that. We're going to do it on vid, and then we're going to send you cool Angela's gym signs. Okay. But we can't do that because we're not going to do it. But we're going to do it. It'll soon. be a couple weeks. Yeah, it'll be a few weeks. Okay. End of May. Okay. And then, End of May. And, will and, be and our I'm goal. talking. I want to open this up for. I want. I want to hear. I want some participation with this. Okay. Because if those guys are going to going to dress up in in costumes, they are. Yeah. To do the workout. Yeah, they want to do it like a like a commercial, like for, like a you know one of those like late night exercise kind of commercials. Oh, and, MG. And, and, Where do these guys live? Um, I don't remember. They're they're uh, Michigan area, I think it was, uh, or I, I think I can't remember. Anyhow, but if they were on a beach. I'd say we have to go find them and do it with them. But they want to do. They want to do it like one of those infomercials. Cool, and, I and love it. And they're going to dress up in like silly uh, superhero costumes or whatever it's going to be. So I don't. Okay, so that's you know coming. That's it. coming they're down so the pike. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay. But if you guys have more gym questions, comments, concerns. We'll do another podcast on this. Yeah, we should. We, we have more specifics. Yeah, we haven't really talked about it too much. We can do more um, specific, you know, areas. We could do some videoing to post with it. You know, we could do like some some of the things we're talking about. Um, you know, we could we, would actually. We got be, all kinds of ideas. Yeah, it would be kind of cool. Like maybe that every every couple of months we'll throw together a um, a, a podcast that'll be on. Okay, these are things you can do with a ball. Right. These okay. are things you can do with some dumbbells. This is, yeah. This these is are what things you can, you can do with nothing. With nothing, and when we can throw those out there for for people. Yeah, we'll see who does, does yeah. it, and then we'll see how sore they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh we gotta go. Music. Okay, find me at goingtoangelas.com and Angela's Gym Facebook, Instagram. Twitter and Idahano. Oh, you're taking it off. I was just trying to talk over it. <laughs> you want to get louder? I want to get louder. I want to get louder. You guys have a great week. Thanks for listening. Idahano on Twitter. Bye.